Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the September 23rd, 2021 meeting of the Upper Marion Township Board of Supervisors. It is 7.38. Please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, We'll start with roll call beginning on my far left. Tina Garzillo. Carol Kenny. Bill Genoway. Greg Wax. Greg Phillips. Liana Clubriel, Township Engineer. Bernadette Kearney for Joe Bori, Township Solicitor. Tony Hamaday, Township Manager. Okay, we have no meeting minutes to review tonight. That takes us to Chairman's comments. Uh, under Chairman's comments, I, I simply want to start by saying and giving a big shout out to our township employees, uh, particularly in public works and public safety. Uh, during Hurricane Ida, uh, I know I only had about two hours sleep out of 32 hours responding to emergencies for the fire department. And I know that some didn't even get those two hours in public works and public safety. Uh, the storm was relentless upon us. We had uh, in excess of 50 water rescues that were performed by our teams here in Upper Marion Township. We had a significant fire involving three tractor trailers in the middle of all of that, not to mention some of the other basic emergencies. I believe it was somewhere in the neighborhood of about 85 calls or so that the fire department and EMS ran. And I don't know how many calls the, the police ran, but it was well, in, well over 100. The, um, uh, the storm uh, expanded into the next couple of days as well uh, in cleanup activities and then assisting the uh, individuals in Bridgeport and Bridgeport Borough as we provided resources to them as their devastation was much more than was in Upper Marion. But I have to tell you one story. There was a situation that arose, and, and I know Mr. Wax says every time, you know, Mr. Genoway always reminds people, don't drive into standing water. Nine people drove into standing water on River Road. They required us to then rescue them. In one case, they went back the next day while water was flowing at even a higher level and necessitated our rescuing them again. Same people. Um, folks, I don't know what to say, but you please do not drive into standing water. There, this is a no-win situation. Um, and I understand you want your asset, you want your precious vehicle, uh, but there was no way things were being saved when water rose 15 to 20 feet above flood stage. There's no way to manage that. Um, so with that, please, please, please do not drive into standing water. And I think Mr. Wax wants to add to that. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. I, I do want to add something. Uh, as Chair Genoway said, uh, thanks to our public works crews who did a really good job, really great job uh, helping out uh, Bridgeport, our neighbors there. But I also want to thank uh, our regular Upper Marion Township residents, uh, many of whom donated to the relief efforts either directly or to people who lived in Bridgeport directly uh, or to organizations such as the Upper Marion Area Community Cupboard, which really did a phenomenal job uh, working with the borough of Bridgeport, working with residents in need who were trying to just save what they can, trying to you know, feed and, and clothe and, and provide shelter for people in Bridgeport who lost their homes. As part of supporting the Upper Marion Area Community Cupboard, the Upper Marion Township Foundation made a $6,000 a donation to the community cupboard over the past week or so, and we hope that that money uh, will help those in need in Bridgeport. I have no doubt it will. I have no doubt that the Upper Marion Area Community Cupboard will continue its great works, and I think that in a few minutes you're going to hear a little bit more about the Upper Marion Township Foundation and a little bit more about the Upper Marion Area Community Cupboard. Thank you, Mr. Chair. That takes us into new business, and the first item is indeed a presentation of a $5,000 check from UGI Corporation to the Upper Marion Township Foundation. We have former supervisor and UGI executive, Erica Spot, here with us tonight. Erica, please approach the podium. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Um, and thank you for the time on the agenda. Uh, I actually oops, did not expect to uh, be here tonight, but it's very kind of you to give us this time. Um, as most of you know, UGI uh, has been a, a corporate citizen in Upper Marion since 1974, and we are proudly uh, Upper Marion corporate residents. For those of you that might not know, UGI has quite a bit in common with helping communities. Um, since its inception, uh, more than 100 years ago, we've been involved in delivering heating 
uh, energy to homes, making sure people's uh, heaters work, that their water is warm for, to bathe their babies, that corporations have forklifts to run on propane to keep the supply chain going. So we are indeed an integral part of are the communities that we serve. And indeed, serving those communities has been part of our mission and values for all of that time. Um, what I would also uh, just like to say is that when the townships appeal for a donation, a corporate donation to the Upper Marion Foundation arrived, uh, it was uh, really a very easy decision. And uh, what I've heard tonight is that the, town, the foundation has done a wonderful job of contributing to the you know, efforts, uh, the relief efforts from the storm. We know our residents have had challenges these past couple of years with COVID. So I'm happy that I'm here tonight to replenish some of those funds in the foundation and uh, keep those important works going. So uh, before we, I guess, get to the, get to the uh, turnover of the check, I would like to appeal to the other corporate citizens of Upper Marion uh, to follow our lead, um, be good corporate citizens, contribute to the Township Foundation, and really serve the communities that enable them to have you know, great economic success here in Upper Marion. So that's all I have to say tonight, and thank you again. Well, thank you, and please extend our thanks back to the, uh, the team at UGI, not just for this support, but for your constant support of everything we do in Upper Marion Township. It's uh, definitely always high on our, on our list. Okay, I think it's picture time. Over the last 18 to 20 months, foundation has been active, active, active. I think uh, it started back uh, with the uh, Kingswood fire when the public came through with significant donations in, in general. And then we put out our first appeal to the corporate community and we got a great response. And then we did another appeal for some other events that were happening. Again, the people of Upper Marion and the corporate community came through, and this is another extension of that. And again, thank you, Erica, for leading the way. And that takes us to the next item, which are the presentation of the Shade Tree Beautification Awards. Hello, Barley. Hi. It's always a very exciting night when we present these awards, because um, it represents just not just the time that the Shade Tree Commission spends, but also the hours and hours that our residents spend to make beautiful landscapes for us. So um, the way that it works is this. Every spring, the volunteers of the Upper Marion Shade Tree Commission seek nominations from uh, the residents and from ourselves, I guess, for the annual beautification awards. So in addition to the nominations that we get from the residents, which we truly appreciate, um, we also drive every street in the township just looking for beautiful, lovely residential landscapes, commercial properties, and also a distinguished tree. So um, 
after the nominations are finalized, then Jeff Vernitsky from the, um, I guess, Public Information Office, right? Yeah, um, comes and films the winning properties, and that takes a great deal of time as well to make the video that we are about to see. Um, and I would just like to say in general that landscapes that are well-planned and well-maintained really benefit all of us in the township and those who travel through our township as well. Um, but especially they're important lately because when we see beautiful views, especially in the last couple of years, it raises our feelings of um, cheerfulness and hopefulness and we all feel better. So we'd like to look at this video. Here it is.
we have it. Yay, good job. So, Tina, would you mind helping me as the liaison with the Shade Tree Commission, please? Thank you. So um, I have to say that to accomplish beautiful places like that, especially this year because of what Mother Nature has managed to dole out to us, including tonight, um, which is probably why a lot of people have not been able to make it here tonight, but um, we just have to really appreciate all the work it takes to get those beautiful yards going. So I'm going to call out names. If you happen to be here, then please come and get your reward. Um, it begins here. All right, so Robert and Janet Smith, Brookwood Road. Congratulations. Beautifully done. Oh, photos. Okay. Oh, my goodness, a million photos. Yes. Noel and Charles Sophia. May or may not be here tonight. No. Okay. But uh, John and Loretta Widmeyer. Caught in the rain. All right. Robert Daniels. I think that very few people will make it. But each one of these people are to be congratulated um, if you see them. Steve Geckel, Trisha Klusman. They pronounced that correctly. Might be Klusman. Congratulations. Congratulations. So much hard work. Treat us well. Beautiful job. Yep. Okay. All right. Angelo DeLuca. Okay. Ralph and Joan Palumbo. Michael and Annette Andre. David and Sandra Hamburg. Stephen and Jennifer Moore. <laughs> I'm looking at you. braving the weather. Thank you. All right. Um, that was Moore's. Okay. Robert and Elizabeth Delella. Okay, Mark DeLowry and Jack Dembro. Okay, that was a beautiful backyard. Um, and for the distinguished tree, Jan, James Dietz from the Peaceless Lutheran Church, no. And from First Quality, probably not, and Wegmans, both got commercial awards. So um, in spite of them not being here, they will all get their plaques um, either in the mail or they can come pick them up. And um, they will also, everybody gets a copy of that beautiful video that Jeff put together. So congratulations to all of the winners and um, keep it going for next year. Barley, please extend our thank you to members of the Shade Tree Commission and those who helped to judge, and congratulations to those who uh, received the awards. Most importantly, thank you for working diligently to keep your properties in great maintenance care and leading the way for others to do the same in Upper Marion Township. That takes us to our next item, and Mr. Monteith, please approach the podium. We're going to see about some new Board of Community Assistance Awards. Perfect. And I'd like to think that my family could win one of those, except for all the soccer balls and volleyballs and crabgrass in our yard. So we'll work on that for next year, Barley. 
Uh, I'm here, Brett Montique, to talk about the Board of Community Assistance. Uh, we have opened up our second round of applications, and tonight I'm going to make our recommendations to the Board of Supervisors uh, and hope that you guys approve them. Uh, so the quick background, there are five members of the Board of Community Assistance. Myself, uh, Lydia Dan Sardinas, and David Karen are the community members at large. Uh, Ronald Bailey and Gina Mancino are our Valley Forge Casino and Resort representatives. And of course, Greg Wax is our supervisor liaison. Uh, and Jerry Vitimo, who puts together our PowerPoints and all of the back office work that really we could not do this without her. So the quick overview of the BCA, it was established in 2013 and it is a partnership between Valley Forge Casino and Resort and Upper Marion Township. The Board of Community Assistance uh, is made up of the five members I mentioned before, and we give out grants to nonprofits and scholarships for Upper Marion resident high school seniors. This year, in our first round, we had 39 different awards that were given out, uh, but given between organizations, sports, and scholarships that totaled $104,650. We had extra money left over, uh, roughly $50,314, that we decided to open a second round of um, applications for our nonprofits. Since its inception, the Board of Community Assistance, again in partnering with Valley Forge Casino and Resort, has given out over $1.2 million to worthwhile organizations and to high school seniors in Upper Marion. We do need to make a special uh, note of appreciation to the Valley Forge Casino and Resort. Uh, they stepped up and provided additional funds this year for us to disperse to the community. Uh, we all know they were affected uh, as well as many other businesses due to the pandemic, and they stepped up and made sure that our funding was level for this year. So a, a very heartfelt thank you to Valley Forge Casino and Resort. In fact, we would not have been able to do this second round of applications uh, without that additional contribution from them. So thank you. So with that, we're going to go through our applications uh, that we had. We had 29 separate applications. And you can see that we are going to recommend a total of 17 grants be awarded for the entire distributable amount of $50,314. So I'm gonna read them mostly from uh, the smallest amounts to the largest amounts, and then I'll open it up to any questions to the supervisors at that point. So without further ado, our second round application or suggestions. Uh, we are recommending $500 to the Dr. Martin Luther King National Holiday Committee for Upper Marion Township. $500 to the Girl Scout Troop 7940 uh, that also does wonderful work with the MLK Day of Service. $800 for the Upper Marion Tree Tenders to uh, help support the Arboretum uh, with some benches and picnic tables so that our residents can enjoy that lovely resource. $400 to the Wayne's Woods Garden Club uh, every time I say that, I think of Wayne's World, but that's different. That was a fun movie in the 90s. This is Wayne's Woods, uh, which takes care of the old Roberts uh, School and plantings around the McCaig Nature Center. We're recommending a grant for $1,000 to the Literary Council of Norristown. They do amazing work right here in our library for Upper Marion Township uh, residents. And I'd recommend if anyone needs their services, please reach out to the library. They can put you in contact with them. We're recommending $1,000 for the Upper Marion SNAP. That's the Special Needs Adaptive Programs. This is a program that's done through the school district for our special needs students and their sporting activities. We're recommending $1,500 in grants to the Upper Marion Township Library. They are going to be doing a uh, film festival for middle school students, and they needed the money to uh, purchase GoPros and other film supplies there. Uh, I'm very excited to watch what the middle school kids come up with here. 
We're recommending $1,500 to continue supporting the West End Civil, uh, Civic Association. We're recommending a $2,000 grant to the Mitzvah Circle Foundation. Uh, they've been instrumental in providing uh, diapers and formula to Upper Marion residents through the community covered. Uh, every month, uh, they receive a large donation of those supplies for our tiniest residents in the community. We're recommending $2,500 for the Upper Marion Music Boosters. Uh, that's for the high school band program. We're recommending $2,500 in grants for the Norview Farm, uh, specifically for the hay wagon uh, events that'll be happening in the Fall Fest. Uh, shameless plug, it looks awesome. So if you haven't seen this stuff, please go uh, hang out. Now, if we could just marry that with an Oktoberfest, you'd have me there every weekend. Uh, but my kids are very excited about that hayride. We're recommending a $2,500 grant for Quest Therapeutic Services. Uh, this is, again, for uh, special needs uh, children, and they do therapy with horses. A lot of this is not covered by their insurances, so this is a way to help give those children the, the services that they need. We're recommending $2,500 in grants for victim service centers of Montgomery County. Uh, I wish we didn't have to fund this one, but it is a critical need in our uh, community here, and we're happy to recommend this grant for that service. We're recommending a $3,000 grant for the Upper Marion Senior Service Center. Uh, I would like to note that the Senior Center actually refunded its 2020 grant uh, because they closed down all of their activities and they knew that they weren't gonna use it. Uh, so why it's not necessarily giving the money back to them that they gave to us, we would like to note that they um, did the right thing and said they couldn't use it and returned their original 2020 grant. So um, we're very happy to continue to support the senior center there. We're recommending $3,200 for the Upper Marion Shade Tree Commission for the phase two part of their community forest uh, nursery. Uh, if you're not familiar with what this is, Upper Marion will have a nursery within its properties where we can hold trees that the township purchases in bulk. Uh, so it's a lower cost to the township to purchase them and beautify our, our community in that point. We're recommending a $7,000 grant to the McCaig Nature Education Center. Uh, McCaig was very hard hit with the various storms that happened even before Ida. Uh, many of the bridges that cover their trails uh, were simply washed away and are completely inoperable at this point. So we're very happy to help share in that cost to get McCaig back up and running so we can get out and, and utilize that great natural resource that we have. So if you've been doing a, a rough count, uh, we recommended $50,314, and we have one grant that's uh, left. We are recommending that the balance of our budget be given to the Upper Marion Community Cover. Uh, this would be the largest grant that the Board of Community Assistance has ever recommended. When we were deliberating of where to send these funds, um, we clearly didn't know that Ida was gonna have such an impact at this point, but quite frankly, this is why we have programs like this, that we can help the dozens of homeless families at this point uh, that have lost everything. In addition to the Ida-specific relief, um, hunger doesn't know any bounds in this community at this point, so we still have to feed the hundreds of people that are suffering from food insecurity on a daily and weekly basis. Uh, so it's our humble recommendation that the remainder of our budget, the $18,000 goes to the Upper Marion Community Cupboard to continue the amazing work that they've done. What questions can I ask or answer for you? Thank you, uh, Mr. Monteith, and I would concur they do do amazing work. Uh, Mr. Wax, I believe you have a couple comments. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, first of all, as liaison to the Board of Community Assistance, I want to thank the members of the Board of Community Assistance for their hard work. As I've said uh, during other BCA recommendation announcements, specifically the, the first round, 
there's a lot of work that goes into being a member of the Board of Community Assistance. You have to read the applications. You have to then usually read them again to compare them against other applications. And you have to be prepared to go into a meeting to be able to advocate for what you think uh, with four other people who sometimes have strong opinions. And um, the meetings are always cordial and they're always deliberative. And um, they're always very difficult choices to make. There will never be enough money in either the first round of the BCA or the second round of the BCA to give every kid in the first round of the BCA the scholarship that the BCA wants to give. And there will never be enough money in the BCA to give every organization in the first and second round of the application process the grant that um, the BCA would like to give. That being said, I think that over the history of the BCA, they have done, the members have done, past and present, an exemplary job of making these very difficult decisions, uh, including the current members of the BCA. Um, and I thank uh, you specifically, Mr. Montique, for your leadership that you provided over the past few years. I also want to thank uh, staff liaison, Jerry Vitimo. And I most certainly want to thank Valley Forge Casino Resort, without whom there would be no Board of Community Assistance, and the $1.3 million or so that has gone to grants and scholarships over the, over the, the last uh, approximately decade would not exist at all. Uh, that being said, um, I would like to be and would honor, be honored to be the uh, supervisor to make the motion to approve the recommendations for organizational grants um, as provided by the Board of Community Assistance. Thank you, Mr. Wax. Uh, is there a second before I'll we second. go on with comments? Second I'll by uh, Vice Chair Kenny. Uh, any other comments from members of the board? Just one comment, Mr. Chairman. I, I think the uh, largest grant that you guys are ever given this year is apropos. It is really needed in our community, and I think it's a great way to use those funds to help our citizens. And, and actually those in Bridgeport as well, so. Thank you, Mr. Phillips. Anything else? Anything from the public? In that case, we'll vote on the motion. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? And it passes five to zero. And if I may add one more thing, in the next few months, you will start hearing from the BCA and from the township about the 2022 Board of Community Assistance open period. Um, I'm sure that information will start getting out there late this year. Thank you, Mr. Montique. Thank you all. Thank you. Okay, that takes us to item D, the consent agenda. Uh, comparatively like consent agenda compared to the last few meetings. Uh, item number one is a motion to approve the budget guidelines for the 2022 operating and capital budgets. Mr. Hamadeda is reposted, correct? Yes, they are. Okay. I apologize. Uh, the guidelines are on the uh, in the finance page, uh, along with the previous year's budgets. Thank you. Item number two: presentation and acceptance of the township's 2022 financial requirements and minimum municipal obligation (the MMO) in the amount of one million three hundred five thousand four hundred sixty dollars for the police and six hundred ninety-six thousand dollars for non-uniform pension funds. Anything else you want to add to that, Mr. Hamaday? Uh, no, Mr. Genoway. And that's an annual exercise. It's an annual uh, requirement that you as the board have to acknowledge the minimum uh, municipal obligation by the end of September. Yeah. Okay. Item number three, the resignation of Brittany Gralla from the Environmental Advisory Council. Item number four, resignation of Ben Iyer from the student position of the Community Center Advisory Board. Item number five, resignation of Michael Cusack from the Media Communications Advisory Board. Item number six, authorize two citizen board appointments to the Park and Rec Board. These would be Michael Cusack and Holly Mead. Item number seven, financial escrow security release number eight for 900 River Road, LLC. And this is uh, for $96,480.10 for the completion of required site improvements to, the, to this date as part of the warehouse development project as recommended by the township engineer. All complete. Item eight, financial escrow security release number one for Horizon Drive Group LP, 3700 Horizon Drive. 
in the amount of $579,103.63 for completion of the required site improvements to date as part of the building expansion project as recommended by the township engineer. Item number nine, Crow Creek Trail Project contract payment number 10 in the amount of $159,850 to Kenny Excavating for the work done to date on the Crow Creek Trail Project. Item number 10, resolution 2021-25, the Pico Green Region grant application, Crow Creek Trail Plantings and Scenic Overlooks. This would be authorization to submit a Pico Green Region grant application for the installation of these plantings and the creation of the overlook along Crow Creek Trail. Anything to add on that one, Mr. Hammerday? Uh, just very, very quickly, we've identified uh, about five locations uh, between Volpe Commons, uh, the uh, switchback uh, behind the community center and close to Sweetbriar Park where uh, scenic overlooks or benches could be installed to uh, provide you know, uh, uh, rest stops, et cetera, uh, or just scenic uh, vistas for users of the trail. So we're asking the board to approve that application. It will also include benches, trash cans, as well as landscaping, additional buffer uh, landscaping along the trail. Okay, and item number 11, approval of the land development a review extension letter for J.P. Morgan Chase Bank at 677 West DeKalb Pike until October 14th of 2021. Well, what's the pleasure of the board on the consent agenda? I'll make a motion to approve the consent agenda. And I'll second. Motion by Supervisor Phillips, seconded by Supervisor Garzillo to accept the consent agenda as read and published. Are there any questions from members of the board? the public. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes 5-0. At this time I'd like to request that a motion be made to modify the agenda to add an additional consent item and this would be another advisory board applicant in position. Okay, um, I'd like to make a motion to uh, add something to the agenda. I would like to add an um, appointment of an individual to the Environmental Advisory Council. Thank Do you, I include Mrs. the name in that? Uh, no. In that motion? No. Okay. Thank you. I'll second the motion. Okay. So we have a motion and a second. Any questions from members of the board? Questions from the public? Okay. And in that case, uh, all in favor of adding this to the agenda, say aye. 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 Opposed? It passes five to zero. So the next item then is a motion uh, to appoint Teresa Landui to the Environmental Advisory Council. We have a motion for that, please. I'll make a motion to appoint Teresa Landui to the EAC, the Environmental Advisory Council. Okay. I'll second, second that. Okay, motion by Vice Chair Kenny, seconded by Supervisor Garzillo to appoint Teresa Landui to the Environmental Advisory Council. Any questions from the board? From the public? Hearing and seeing none, all in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes five to zero. And ladies and gentlemen at home and in the audience, if you wonder why we did that, as of August, any additions to an agenda must be approved uh, and adopted, uh, in essence, uh, before you can actually add that to any posted agenda uh, for Upper Marion Township business. That's a state, the new state law. Uh, so that takes us to item number seven, which is accounts payable and payrolls. What's the pleasure of the board on paying the bills and payroll? I'll make a motion to pay the bills. I'll motion. second. Okay, motion by uh, Supervisor Wax, seconded by Vice Chair Kenny to pay the accounts payable and the payrolls. Any questions? Questions for the public? All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Passes five to zero. Um, under additional business, um, I'll start with one item. Uh, this is the time of the year when Upper Marion Police typically does its national night out. I'm happy to advise everyone that this year it's going to be done a little bit differently than last year uh, and not quite as extensive as the prior years. But with all of the continuing COVID concerns, uh, it's best felt that uh, Upper Marion Township's Police Department's Community-Oriented Policing Department will coordinate the 2021 National Night Out event. Uh, this year's event will take place on Tuesday, October the 5th, from 4.30 to 6.30. So it's Tuesday, October the 5th, from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. 
at the Sweetbriar Shopping Center on West Bidler Road. This is a rain or shine event. Our Upper Marion Police Department officers will be joined by our public service partners from Upper Marion Township Fire and EMS, and several vendors will also be present with food, ice cream, and other treats. Some of the vendors include Angelo's Pizza, Petrucci's Ice Cream, Mission Barbecue, Bonefish Grill, Outback Steakhouse, Bark U, American Red Cross, Surf Pro, Dick's Sporting Goods, the Alloy Hotel, AT&T, the police, fire and, yeah, the police and Fire Federal Credit Union, and the Montgomery County Commissioner's Office. So again, this event this year is only going to be held at Sweetbriar Shopping Center. It won't rotate around like it did last year, and it won't be as big, obviously, as uh, in the past when we had it at the mall uh, and at Target. Um, also, uh, the other item I wanted to mention was the beginning of uh, three months, essentially, of the Sound the Alarm campaign. Many of you will remember this from two years ago, which was the first year we did it. And a Saturday each month in August, September, and October will be taken, and our members of our fire and EMS crews will walk sections of the township and distribute and install smoke detectors and alarms in your residence uh, at no charge to you. It's a public service activity. We have some partners that are contributing the alarms, which are quality smoke alarms. And if you need one or don't have one and want one, uh, the team that would approach your home would be more than happy to do that. So obviously we can't do the number of the thousands of homes that we have in Upper Main Township. We cannot do them all at one time or all over three days. So if your section of the community is not covered in this year's program, we ask you to call the fire marshal's office and the fire marshal's office will coordinate with staff and you may get someone from the daytime career staff or sometime from someone from the nighttime volunteer stipend crew that will make arrangements to come to your property and install those smoke alarms. Uh, the first session was held uh, about two weeks ago in the Sweetland section of Upper Marion. The next event is going to be in King of Prussia section, and that's going to be on October the 16th. And then we will have one, um, yes, October the 16th. And then we'll have a third one uh, that will come later in Swedesburg. Uh, that's it. Uh, who else has something tonight? Yes, Mrs. Kenny. Uh, thank you. Um, I'd like to just, I have three different things. Number one, uh, I want to acknowledge Brittany Gralla, and um, I'm sorry to see her leave the Environmental Advisory Council. Uh, she's been with us for a number of years and has done a great job, and we will all miss her and thank her. For, I thank you, Brittany, for uh, all the time and um, energy that you've put into the EAC with us. Um, the second thing, I have a question about the um, beautification awards. Are they available? Is it available to see online um, the presentation that we saw tonight? Okay, how could someone? Okay, it's on our Vimeo page. Okay, great. And just to comment about that, every time I see it, I want to go back home in the dark, in the rain, and start working in my yard. <laughs> it, I'm just so impressed. They're really beautiful. Um, and the third thing I have is um, because of the stormwater and because of uh, our recent gully washers, I just want to remind people that if they have a great, a stormwater inlet grate in front of their house or near their house, check it every once in a while, especially when you know there's going to be a storm. Um, make sure there are no leaves. We're going into the fall. We'll be having lots of leaves all over. Please check those grates and clear them off. Make sure there's no debris from anybody's house. Just uh, uh, keep them clear so they don't back up and so the stormwater goes where it's intended to go. So that's my last thing, and thank you. Thank you. Supervisor Garzillon. I actually have quite a few items to report on this evening. Um, October is going to be a busy month for our residents with a lot of activities and events that are being planned. So uh, Chair Genoway had mentioned the National Night Out on Tuesday, October 5th. In addition to that, in the month of October, 
Things that are coming up are the Community Fair and Fall Festival to be held at Hoiser Park, Saturday, October 2nd. Uh, we've changed the time of the event this year. It'll begin at three o'clock instead of earlier in the day that we were able to secure fireworks for the event since we weren't able to do that on July 4th. So the event will, will be on Saturday, October 2nd from three o'clock till dusk at Hoiser Park. Uh, various activities that will be there are, um, and Brett has left, so he, I'll make sure that he knows this. Uh, he was talking about Oktoberfest. Um, there will be a beer garden uh, presented by Conshohocken Brewery. There will be face painting, inflatables for the kids to play in, live performances, food, hay rides, a concert featuring uh, local group Swamp Ash, and at the end of the event, we'll have our fireworks show um, at uh, dusk. So roughly eight o'clock we're planning. And there will be parking designated across the street for people that would like to walk across um, and not park at Hoiser Park itself. So recommending to park across the street. Uh, another event I wanna mention is the Halloween and Harvest Decorating Contest that uh, Parks and Rec are doing again this year. The deadline to enter this is October 2nd. You can self-nominate your property if you like. The judging dates will be October 14th and October 16th, and they'll come by between noon and 10 p.m. on both of those days. Winners will be recognized by a yard sign, and we'll make sure that's placed before Halloween so trick-or-treaters can see that your house was nominated and won this contest. A full address list of all who entered will be available on social media and on the newsletter and the township website prior to Halloween weekend um, so that the public can go around and view these decorations on their own at their own at their leisure. Another item I want to report on is the Farmer's Market will be holding their annual Spooktacular and Barktoberfest on October 30th beginning at 9 a.m. till 1 p.m. at the township buildings where our Farmer's Market is located. Uh, some of the events for that day will be a kids costume contest led by, um, led by the Harvest Scarecrow, which will be present at that event, uh, the dog costume contest, a musical chairs for dogs, and a special guest vendor, Spay and Save Rescue, will, um, will be attending and they will have animals uh, that can be potentially adopted. There is no adoption that can happen at uh, the market itself, but you can come meet, meet the dogs, interact with um, them, and speak with Spay and Save about uh, uh, applying for an adoption of one of the animals or one of the other animals that they can bring with them as well. Uh, this event isn't happening at in uh, October, but uh, there's a deadline, so that's why I wanna mention this one also. The Farmer's Market will be holding their annual chili cook-off. It's the last day of the market, and this has been an annual popular tradition. Um, the chili cook-off will take place between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. The market is open from 9 a.m. to 1, 1 p.m., but uh, as far as the chili, chili cook-off, it's from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, it's free to enter the contest. The deadline to enter the contest is November 10th, and there's an application online. For anyone that applies um, and wants to be one of the uh, chili cook-off entrants, you'll, be, you'll receive a free beer voucher uh, to Workhorse Brewery. And also, if you pay, and it's been a $5 payment to taste all the chilies and to judge, you'll also receive a, a free beer voucher to Workhorse Brewery. Another one, the last one I want to mention is the Fall Fun Festival that will be happening during the month of October um, over at Norview Farms. This will be the first time we'll be holding this event, and a lot of time and effort has been put in to organize this event for our community. So I hope everyone will take advantage of coming over there for all the fun that's being planned for that. So the first day of this event will be the day after the community fair. So it will be on um, Sunday, October 3rd. It will be from noon to five, and um, lots of things are being planned for over there. Uh, there'll be some s'mores, free hot apple cider, a corn maze, a food truck, a beer garden, sack racing, various games, hay wagon ride, pumpkin patch, farm photo booth, uh, fresh flower picking. So lots of fun things for families to participate with. Um, It'll be all subsequent weeks in October. So the first, the first day will be on Sunday, uh, October 3rd, because of Community Fair Day happening the day before. And then subsequent weeks, it'll be every Saturday and Sunday from 12 to, 12 to 5. 
So please make sure you come out for at least one of these days, more if possible, and we're hoping for good weather and lots of fun and looking forward to seeing you see you everyone there. And uh, that's the end of my list. Okay. Uh, we hope to see everybody on October the 2nd at Hoyser Park uh, for the community days and the fireworks afterwards. And I need to let everyone know we're going to be going into executive session for personnel matter. And with that, may I have a motion for German? So moved. We have a motion to second for German. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? We stand adjourned. Thank you, folks.